Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast. Welcome, Max. Welcome, Campbell. It's good to be back uh, after a little rest. Rest last week for or a couple of weeks ago for the Tour de France wrap up. Max, uh, is the Melbourne Football Club humming after just just securing their spot in the top four? A massive win. Uh, you delivered the ball with under thirty seconds to go to uh, to end up bagging. A, a nice little victory for after a stressful game for the Demons supporters. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been saying. It comes down to my kick inside 50. Um, in fact, it's, it was a long two minutes and I feel like everyone touched the ball in the two minutes and everyone's claiming that their touch was the most important. Um, I'm going to go out there and say it wasn't Cozzy's that was the most important. Yes, that was the one that went through. It was Jaden Hunt's like six. He was crazy good. Um, but yeah, like we left our run a little bit late. But if you remember the Geelong game last year, I don't like talking about last year too much because it's a completely different season. There's all sorts going on this year. But um, the Geelong game, we left it real late. We were 40 points down at three-quarter time and um, yours truly kicked one after the siren. So <laughs> there, is, there is similarities uh, with that result. Um, you can certainly hum off the back of a close win like that. So um, we go up against a, a fun little arch rival of ours in Brisbane. Um, we've had them the last couple of times, uh, but up there at the Gabba, it's a completely different task. We actually have won 14 in a row on the road. Um, touch wood that that becomes 15. How are, you, how are you feeling as the premiership captain heading back into the finals? What are the sensations like at the moment? Uh, excited. Um, it certainly doesn't feel like round 23 in the round hour. Our walls, we've always um, been sitting in the top four the whole season and we could actually drop out in the last game of the year, which is the season that it is. Um, But when you are in the top four, you are obviously planning ahead. Um, So we've been looking forward to this time of the year. Uh, Tom McDonald's coming back soon, which is exciting. I think he might be playing VFL finals next week. So he'll have a nice little battle with Ben Brown uh, to see, because we're not dropping Melksham. Um, he's he's <laughs> all of a sudden become Tony Lockett. So we'll keep Tony Lockett in the forward pocket. Um, so that's a little interesting little side plot there with Tommy Mack coming back. But uh, yeah, if, if anything could happen. We could be playing at the SCG first week in a top four clash. We could be playing Geelong at the G. Um, we could be, we could finish second and play Sydney or Brisbane at the G. We could be on our way to the Gabba, and then we could be an elimination final against Carlton, Richmond, or Doggies. So it's crazy. They're literally every option's on the table. Campbell, state league update, Tasmanian football team update. How are things down south? Well, yeah, we actually have an exciting final round. The final spot in the um, for the finals is actually open. Two teams can do it. So uh, there's a little bit to play for down here. We have a week off and then our finals start start up September and have the granny the week before the AFL grand final. So, uh, yeah, an exciting September coming up for all people involved in footy. Is that, that hurts, Cambo, with your chances to get to Wollongong, I think. Yeah, well, actually, don't, I don't think I have any any plans on getting getting to Wollongong. I, to, truth be told, there hasn't been a whole lot of hype around the world's coming Coming to Australia, not in my circles anyway. No, I've just heard our man from Quickstep, uh, Patrick, say Philippe will not be using the Volta for his Worlds and he has to perform at the Volta. That's all I've heard. That's the only time I've heard Worlds mentioned in the whole cycling world. Yeah. It's, that's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? World Championships. I think there'd be a little bit of energy in the gym. Australian cycling. Had a few yep. summers off. The TDU and Cadelvin's Greatest Road Race. They're just going crazy about the Com Games when we beat Kenya in a cycling race. It's mm. interesting how little presence the Com Games get here when it was in in the UK compared to the amount of hype that it has in the Australian press when listening to uh, certain or well, reading the news back home. It's it's here, there, Australian and everywhere. Australian press was crazy with 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 Com Games. Um, Rowan Dennis was almost knighted with his time trial win over, I think, just Fred Wright because G. Thomas crashed. Yeah. So it was literally just a head up between him and Fred Wright and he got it and he almost got knighted. Yeah. Meanwhile, over here, they, they clashed with the opening round of the Premier League. So it just got pushed 300 metres down the road and out of everyone's <laughs> mind. Well, to preview, uh, we're back. It felt like Tour de France only wrapped up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the world's kicking off now. Primos is back at the top of the start list. Run through the team sheet. 
Uh, I'm not sure if Campbell's done his golf scores for where where he's expecting each team to perform, but we'll kick things off with Jumbo Visma. Rog at the top uh, with a pretty a pretty well structured. You never look at the Jumbo team sheet and go, you know what? I'm not really sure what they're doing here. It's got nice little balance between Uman and Harper. Um, for the climbing support with Sepp Kuss there as his right hand man, and then some nice strong boys, Rowan Dennis back. Um, thoughts, Max on Rog coming out of the Tour de France, defending his third, his, his, his third welter now, back to back to back. Yeah. So the noise, the noise is he might not be that good early on in this Volta. So he's going to work his way into it. Might not be a peak form. It was a very late call to actually say he's going. There was a rumor that he's been going this whole time, but they've left it to the last minute to actually confirm that he's going. So you can only presume that he's a little bit off in terms of ROG peak, which makes it an exciting Volta. Once we go through these team sheets, there's like 20 names that can finish top five. It's crazy. Um but the team is a bit more powerhousey than what we saw at the tour. Um, that was a little bit more suited to the climbing. The climbers here is literally just Sepkus, maybe Rowan Dennis on a, on a, on a good day. Um, so he might be a little bit nude when it comes to the hills. When you look at Ineos who are taking four genuine GC contenders and Bora similar, um, they might be a little bit nude up there, but he is the best rider. So it's hard, hard to not tip him. Cabo thoughts? Yeah, I mean, besides Jumbo and maybe UAE, this is as good as any sort of Tour de France team on paper, really. I know Rowan Dennis is coming in fresh. Sepp Kuss coming off the back of a tour where he probably only had maybe two really important moments, but they were they were massive. He was he was a, a good a climber as anyone on his day at the Tour de France. So hopefully he's feeling okay to help. El Primo's, but uh, yeah, Uman's there. Robert Gessink is is still floating around. It'd be interesting to see what sort of shape he's in. And then some some good rulers in, in Tunison and and Affini. So it's super well rounded with the the hybrid sort of types in, in in Dennis and Harper can also do a good job on the front. So in terms of support for Roglic, is it's probably as good as he can, he can get really. Harper's heading to Bike Exchange two next year, so I imagine he's looking to put something good on the on the results sheet just to show where he slots into that uh, kind of late in the piece climbing squad, uh, especially with their continual focus on Yates and co. Is that a little snipe, Alex, at BXE? No, I think it's For good. Once? I like it. No? I like okay. it. Do you like Harper going there? Uh Yeah, I think so. I mean, what is it? it's interesting. I, I see Harper and, and Hamilton being very – very similar riders. I don't know what's going to happen there. Who's going to be sort of the the next in charge behind Yates? But I mean, for, for Harper to go go to an Australian team and link up with those boys, I, I think it'd be a nice change for him from the from the Dutch regime that is Jumbo Visma. I think it suits his personality. Mm. Bora Hansgrove talking about before uh, Rowan Dennis getting knighted for winning the Com Games medal. Probably the most underrated performance in cycling uh, was Jai Hindley winning the Tour de France in terms of Australian press. He's back here at the Welter heading up uh, Bora's Bora squad. It wouldn't be a Hindley race without Kel- Kelderman there to compete just with that like nice little in-house tension. So he's back as well. Uh, Agreed to some good form. Bennett's still in their squad. Um, he's going to be there. Can Jai go back to back? Not back to back, but line up for another grand tour and put in a, a three-week performance. Only the best win two grand tours in a season. Only the best win two. And as much as we think Jai is going well, it's going to be a tough ask to try and beat Rog in a Volta after winning the Giro. But this is an interesting team. They've 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 obviously realised that that Bennett and Van Pop are their two men that they need to try and get a stage with at some point. There's only three stages for the sprinters. I'm pretty sure just three that look like they're a bit pancakey. So Bennett's got to win one of them, and he doesn't look like it from the Euros the other day. He didn't look as he looked okay come fifth. Um, they did have Bookman here as well. He's just pulled out. Uh, I think Fabro's come in for him. So it was Higita, Kelderman, Bookman, and Hindley, which would have been messy because Higita is almost the one that's in form. Um, so th- I don't know what's going to happen. They're just going to do what they did at the Giro and flip a coin, whichever one's closest to GC at the middle of week two. You can have it. 
I think Bennett's out of contract too. So you'd, you'd like, he is too. like yeah. for him to put a little result down. Well, I'm sure his agent wants him to put a result down just, just to help yeah. those those contract negotiations down the line. Uh, I'm not really sure where he got. Uh, no, no, he's got, he's, he's got one more year, 2023 on, year. on the contracts. Yeah, so he's okay. Any other thoughts before we move on to Cofidis? Well, I just I, I think that, you know, Jai probably is a favourite, but history suggests to win two grand tours in a year, like Max said off the top, it's it's tough to do. It's really tough to do. So I'd love to see it, but I just don't know whether he's going to be getting the luxuries that maybe he got at the Giro. I know he didn't get any cheap time. He was the best rider there, but I think there's just a little bit more pressure on Hindley this time around. And uh, yeah, history suggests that he, he won't win. Two two grand tours in one year is, and one of them not being the tour, is still slightly behind Rowan Dennis's Tom Games mm-hmm. gold medal. Of course, yeah. Confidence have pushed their way up the the pro cycling stats uh, page on the top rung. They've uh, they I've actually tuned into a fair bit of Arctic Norway race uh, last week. Victor Lafay was more or less going to win, and he hasn't found himself a spot on this on this team sheet. Any idea why? <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the flight from Norway to to Barcelona? Don't know. Get him in there. He was good, except that you, except the team butchered the GC on the last day. He was strong, punchy. It's got he's got welter legs. This is a weird team. This is no Guimartan or Izagira who go to every single race. So they're trying something different. Is this? I'm not strong on leadouts. I'm strong on the actual Italian cyclists and French cyclists. I'm not strong on leadouts. Is this a leadout for Cockard? No one knows. <laughs> I, I I hope not. I, <laughs> I I hope they haven't built a team around Cockard. Uh, he's, he's a good opportunist and he's good, uh, you know, in certain situations. But I wouldn't want to be building a team around him going to the world, especially you know, with the Herada Bros in in that team. <laughs> what are we expecting from them? There's an opportunist sprint for Cockard. There is the three pancakes, but there's a couple of other little opportunist ones. So maybe. Yep. Um, and then a stage win for, like I said, the Harada boys potentially. I can't even see another <laughs> one. AG Tua, I've got Ben O'Connor back from the t- after a disappointing Tour de France. Big hype, big hype on this podcast uh, leading into the Tour. He's back for the Welter. Thoughts? Feelings? Can he can he pull together three weeks after after yeah a disappointing Tour de France, Max? I've got him in my ten. Um, I still can't split him and Hagi. Obviously, Bahrain haven't Bahrain and EF haven't given us a team yet. We we actually beat EF every single time of our podcast. Mm. Um, so I think Hagi is going. I'm not sure you'd probably know, Alex, but I can't split them. I just I want to see a grand tour of them both get into stage twenty one and work out who actually is the best behind Joe Hindley in Australia. Um, it's an interesting team because Champerson and Bob Youngles can stick around. So if they're all in for Ben O'Connor, they, they've, 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 they've got some numbers. Ben, ben Drami, can he win one of those stages where he almost punched George Bennett? Um, it's an interesting team. They're all in for, all in for Ben here. Bob Youngles ruined yeah. his long odds at the Tour de France, Max. Yeah, I won't be able to get him at those sort of odds at the Volta, I don't think. I think people will realise that he's a chance. Um, stay tuned for who I'll, who I'll be backing in the mountains. There's an Alperson, Alperson uh, what's their new name? Alperson Quickstep. Yep. Um, one of their little riders that I'll give you a little tip with. We expect much from uh, Andrea Vendramo. Max? Apart from a punch-up, I, I, I can't see much. He, there will be the Magnus Court breakaway. I'm not sure if Magnus is going. I don't think he is. Um, there'll be the Magnus Court breakaway uh, type stage where 15 get away and Vendrame will be the best sprinter of that. So that's his chance. A lot of Sadal. I've got two Aussies on their, on their team sheet, uh, Sweeney and Drizna's, uh, Drizna's on his uh, Grand Tour debut. Can't very luck. We don't mind them from the breakaway, maybe? Uh, listen, we, we've naturally got some Australian bias 
but both of these guys are super strong, uh, opportunistic sort of riders, especially Drizner's probably is a little bit more polished. He's, he's, he's quick. If he goes to the finish in a, in a smallish group, I'd back him in. He's crafty. Sweeney probably just a little bit more HP. We saw that at the tour last year. He got himself into a really good breakaway. So it'd be good to see those boys have a, have a full license. I don't see any responsibility for them in terms of sprints, in terms of GC guys. So they'll have complete license to go for stages and um, expect to see them in the thick of it on a number of occasions because, yeah, like I said, that's not an exciting team list for the most part. He's almost their leader, Harry Sweeney. If Thomas again wasn't there, Harry Sweeney's almost their leader. It's very much just do what you want today, boys, times 21. Yep. Big time. Where's the young fella? Where's the young fella that's competing with Caleb? They didn't want to bring him. He's too busy racing 2.1s out in the back of Belgium. Points. <laughs> got to get those points. You got to get those points somehow. They, they, and this is this is the summary too of Lotto Sudal. It's them v Movie Star now in terms of the points. Bike Exchange have helped themselves out of that relegation zone. So it'll be interesting to see if they can pick up a stage here. Israel Premier Tech. I think they came off a of five at the Tour de France. Two stages. Well, these are the these these are the podcasts that they are in the crosshairs traditionally, but off the back of their Tour de France, I think they're going to get a bit of a free ride on this pod. They're probably going to survive. Impy is going to be coming into this welter, I think, with a good chance of winning a stage somewhere along the line. Missed out on the Tour de France, a COVID positive, but had zero symptoms. Naturally, he was fuming about that. Froomey was building through the Tour. Patrick Bevan, we know, can win in any sort of situation. And Michael Woods is... He showed his, his nick was really good in the Tour de France too. So expect some good stuff out of this team, I think, in this water. Talk me through uh, Froomey building at the Tour. What does that mean? He was building He was building at the Tour de France. The stage that Tommy Pitcock won, he looks he looked good. He, he was on the TV. That's what he's there for. Getting, he's a name. He's, he's a name that people talk about and his form wasn't horrific. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know if he's going to win I, a stage um, though. I, 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 did I, did yeah, I say no. he was going to win a stage? He's building, he though. He's, he's building. It's building. I stand corrected on Israel. I hereby apologise for my last couple of years with Israel. I'm, <laughs> Imp, 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 Imp will win the points. Uh, Froome will win GC. Uh, Michael Woods will win the rounds. <laughs> and Itamar Inhorn will be the young jersey, which is really exciting. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't mention uh, Paddy Bevan, though. Maybe maybe the best rider on the squad. And the only one that like, Woods hasn't won for a while. Can we just like I just want to park this Michael Woods because I see him all over my Twitter and people still tip him for like GC and stuff. He just doesn't win. He's not a winner. Well, he's not a recent winner. Like it's it's Paddy Bevan, Darren Wimpy, and that's it here. From the parkour too, I couldn't see any like 2K filthy uphill finishes. That's kind of Michael Woods' bread and butter when it's just Everyone races from the bottom. So, but I like Paddy Ben. I like Paddy Bevan a lot, and I think this is still kind of to a uh, lots yeah. of like hardish stages for him that no one really knows who's going to win. Sprinters probably won't be there. Climbers probably isn't hard enough for them. It's Paddy Bevan. I'm still picturing Alessandro Demarchi trying to get that break that Israel couldn't get in when every team was in, and he was just riding full <laughs> gas for 100k by himself. Probably still trying to get in that break. Intermarche Wanti. Cambo, naturally, Pozzo Vivo's on the start list. I'm sure you're a little bit excited about him. Max Young yeah, on the start abs- list. There's absolutely. lots of big names on this on this team sheet. Yeah, yeah. Minky's got to start again. They've said, you know what, you're in good form. Let's cash in while we can. Straight back into another Grand Tour. Can we expect anything from, from Minky's? Not too sure. If, if, he's, if he's recovered well, maybe can snip out another top 10. But Pim and Pozzo Vivo scrapping for ninth and 10th. Rain Taramay, he picked up the jersey for a day or two in this race last year. Jan Hurd, there's a lot of names on here. Jan Barkelands, Boy Van Poppel, just a lot of a lot of guys that are familiar. But in terms of jagging results, I don't really know where it's going to come from. I've never, I haven't seen Pots of Evo and Menkes go head to head. The two 30 kilo boys are both riding them, uh, together. This is exciting. They yep. normally split their. They split their grand tours. So that's actually, can we, I want, 
Let's go. I'm saying Menkes beats Pots of Evo. Nah, Pots of Evo. No, can't I can't, you know I can't do that. <laughs> Pots of Evo the best of them all probably, Jan Hurd's probably the best of them all. He's off to uh, Quick Step. Um, Got to ride for Evan Paul next year. I'll give you a little one. If there's a chance for an opportune sprint victory, the young Belgium, Gerben, these, I can't even say his last name. Thyssen is what I'm going to run with. Um, he will top three in a sprint. Can you punt on top three in a sprint? Yeah, just a little each way bit on a stage win. Won a stage in Poland recently. Head of... Who'd you, who'd you be? Uh, Ackerman was there. Ackerman was second. Uh, Jonathan Milan, Koish, uh, Sam Bennett, Demar, Viviani. Yeah, strong. It's a world tour race. It's a world tour race. So yeah, maybe maybe could jag one. Ineos Grenadiers, strong team. Not strong. sure where which direction they're heading in. I have no idea. They'll win points. I think Ethan Hayter wins. Oh, I don't know if he has a license. He's a genuine rider, this Ethan Hayter. Um, oh, Ben Turner looks like their future GC man. What's he doing here? Luke Plapp can do anything. And then you've got the four GC lads, Gagenhart, Carapaz, Rodriguez, Sivakov. This is, it's crazy. I don't know where they go. Carapaz is leaving, so I don't think it's him. But is it him? Is it Gagenhart? Is he in zero four? <laughs> we, oh, truth be told, we haven't seen a whole lot of Tao since he did win that Giro, but he know you know everyone knows at his best he can he can climb with the best. Luke Plapp is going to be fun to see him have a crack at his first Grand Tour, um, and then Ethan Hater. He just seems to be this guy that can do it all as well. So it's going to be nice to see Ineos not do their traditional Ineos, even though the traditional Ineos hasn't really been seen for a few years. Um, yeah. It'd be fun to see them just attack this this welter with a number of different options. I think the safest bet would be a Sivakov top ten. I don't think he would be there. There should be one of the other three should finish in front of him, but I think Pavel will be their last domestique in the mountains, so he'll try and hold on. Campbell, if you're the DS of this squad, what what are you saying? What what's we are reporting to Dave B back at HQ? What's your strategy to win? I think you've got to you've got to trust Carapaz, even though Max said he's he's leaving. Where's he headed at the end EF. of this season? EF. I think you're still you're still back him in. He's still a rider for your team, still points and exposure for your team. So it's probably Carapaz as, as the protected leader on paper. Um, and then in terms of working, I don't think there's any need to to take control. I think Jumbo will be able to control this race. Let them do that sort of stuff and. And just those other boys that we talked about, Gagan Hart, Hater, Plap. This is just all experience for them in a grand tour and just get them to hang in there for as long as possible and, and see what they, they can do. They may have to control because I can't see Rog getting uh, their jersey early on. They may, like, and I, I, where would, so where's Plap going to sit in this train as well? I feel like he might even be second behind Van Baal. I feel like he'd be doing a bit of the flat work with that, with that list. Do and does he get a bit of a license in that first week if they if they do a handy team's time trial, which you imagine they'll they'll put their hand up for that? Yeah, uh, not too yeah. far, not no massive stages early on that you could potentially lose a heap of time on. Does he get see a little bit of a license to go wild on, on the odd stage? I, I think he'll he'll be he'll do lead outs for Hater in the two first sprints in stage two and three. I can see that ha- happening. I like it though. Then, yeah. It's an exciting team for this race. Exciting team for this race. Team movie star. Home oh, race. From exciting, we go from exciting to, to movie star. To copy and paste. Valverde, yeah. Mass, Verona. It's it's more of the same. Is this Valverde's last grand tour? I think so. But he is a bit of John Farnham. I think he's been saying that for a while. <laughs> um I, I, like, it still it still has the major issue for Mass. Movistar, the DS, I'm not sure who the boss is. He's come out and said Mass just doesn't cut it as a GC man after the tour. So interesting that they put him into GC two, uh, three weeks later at, at the Volta. Uh, so <laughs> I, think they're all, I think they're all in for Valverde here. I, think I don't think they'll be GC. 
as in Valverde for stages. Yeah, for stages. I'd, I'd, it'd be a bit disappointing if Valverde went out riding for ninth on GC. And we didn't get. To I can't see him wanting to do that with how many people are going to be in the final group. Yeah. Quick step, Alpha Vinyl, Ala Philippe's back, Remco's across every piece of press you can you can get your hands on in cycling at the moment. Big team time trial squad to open things up. There's a bit there's a bit to like about this. After after we ripped them coming into the Tour de France for delivering a boring squad, uh, they came out the one opening two stages. Here they are with a pretty exciting little team sheet. This is this is the opposite to their sprint train team. So their sprint train team or their classic team is like what they're known for, but this is the opposite. This is a climbing team. This is this is Masnada, Van Wilder, Vervake, like and then obviously the two big boys in Julian and Evanpole. They're they're all in for Remco. I I'm yet to be proven with Remco for three weeks and I'm happy for him to prove me wrong at some point, but they're all in. That's the only asterisk, isn't it, against Remco is being able to do it for three weeks. He's going to, if he wants to, he can just go out and smash the first two weeks. But um, as we know, you can do that. Like what um, what Pogi did at the Tour de France, looked a million dollars and then blew up in the third week. So he's got to be careful. But I'd like to see, I'd like to see Remco have a, have a good three weeks and, and just be consistent for three weeks and, and put together a really good grand tour because on his day, he's... He's, he's better than everyone else. Um, and on Julian, he's just a he's a showman. I know you're a big MVDP man, Max, but I think I think Julian probably tops him in terms of just panache. How many stages does this team win? Let's say if they fall out of yellow. Uh, sorry, not yellow, red. Could be five. Oh, it could be, <laughs> couldn't it? It's a bit. It's a bit like Ineos, though, in that they're they gonna they're gonna have this moral dilemma, where they've they've got a GC guy, but we are they a hundred percent backing him in, or are they giving these other guys a little bit of a free for all to go up the road? That's what the Vuelta is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a party grand tour. There's no real no real accountability here. Get you get your best in there and yeah. see what happens. They don't even start at the same time every day. They just. We'll start when we want to start in 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 the Volta. Real late, start at five pm today. <laughs> UAE Emirates, Almeida, Ackerman, couple of options as per, which seems like a bit of a prerequisite at this race. You need you need a couple of different ways you're going after it. Ackerman's coming off a win too. Almeida's always going to be there. Where where does where does he where does our mate fit in the GC puzzle, Max? Take take me into their team bus. So the first four names there, uh, protected sort of leaders. For those that aren't obviously got the sheet, Ackerman, Almeida, Ayuso, McNulty. I'd love to see McNulty be given a chance to see if he can ride with the top guys for as long as possible. Almeida's been given that chance and doesn't look as strong in the major climbing. But to be fair, Rog and Evan Pohl, that's their weakness as well. So maybe he's found his right men. And then Ayuso is this talent. Coming across a bit Aaron Buru-ish, that he's just this Spanish guy that everyone's talking about. It hasn't done anything yet, but <laughs> there's a lot of talk about this Ayuso as well. So the four clicked- of them taking the team bus. What Milano's there? Like, what's Milano doing there? He's he's almost better than Ackerman on his day. You walk and, into and the just, team bus, and, just- and there's money printed on the wall. It's just like hundred dollar bills. <laughs> Ayuso's on a eight year deal of some description. I think he's almost into twenty thirty with the UAE. <laughs> You talked about those top four, Max, and throw Solar into the mix of of chaos as well. So yeah. it's interesting that they've also thrown McNulty into this race. I mean, he that last week that he did at the Tour de France was incredible. Um, if you can bring that form in, then for sure it'd be nice to see him him try and stay with the GC guys as long as possible. But I think this will all be about Joao Almeida um, just hanging on. 10 metres off the back of the GC group every day on the climbs and somehow finishing with them or even ahead of them um, can do a good TT. So 
I think it'll be be about him and and maybe Ackerman has proved that he's you know probably the the quickest guy here on paper. With Milano to steer any traffic that's in the way out of the way. <laughs> I think they'd be relatively upset with Alberson's team that have just come in because I think Merlier was not coming and now he's coming. So Ackerman was the best name on paper. Um, I think he's just been pipped. T-Bike Exchange, it, it feels like a calming squad after the last six that we've been through. Yates at the top, a nice balance of strength and climbing. It's a well, well-structured squad. It and heaps of Aussies. I am bullish. I think they're in red early. I think they win the TT. Like these guys are brutes. They've brought some strength, and they're obviously yep. they've got some some um, some history in this sort of format. Um, and then they've, they've brought the sprinter that's leaving them in Caden Groves. Be interesting to see if he can match with the the guys that are around him. And Yates, he's probably the best. Oh, I don't know if I can say it. I think he's the best climber here. For three weeks, no. That's I didn't for say one that. Day, I just yes. said, I just said I think he's the best climber here. Maybe to be fair, Lopez is probably a better climber as well. But we know what happens with Lopez. In fact, I'm not sure if he's allowed into Spain if he's bringing drugs with him or what's going on. But um, Yates, yeah, how Yates, did that all end up? <laughs> I don't know. He's on. He's now racing again, so he couldn't have been found guilty. He's in good nick. He, he finished uh, third at, at Burgos recently. So he'll be good. I, you know, everyone knows that I, I do enjoy Miguel Angel Lopez and can never you can never write him off. I think he'll <laughs> uh, he'll probably be on my podium at the end of uh, end of this pod. Um, but back on bike exchange, you're right. This is like super super balanced. They've got the the Durbo and Happy just for that that balance and the the quality on the bus. Lucas Hamilton will be chewing at the bit, uh, missing out on the Tour de France, um, and yeah, big Kel O'Brien in for the the Triple T will be a, a big asset for them. So I think them coming away with the red on on stage one is probably the red hot favourite. I don't mind just the one domestique for Yatesy. Just screw all this mess. Just get Lucas there. Those two just go every day in the, in the mountains. It's a big TTT squad. It's big. Like there's no one there that's not going to pull. There's no Lopez to no. hang on the back. Does Lucas get dropped? I mean, I'd be if I was lining up in that TTT squad, I'd be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Group Armour FTJ. Cambo, your boy's there. Pino, talk to me. What are you feeling? I mean, he showed at the Tour de France that he was capable of getting in, into the breakaways. And that's about as far as he got. He didn't really look like being being the best in those moves. Hopefully, uh, like Froome, his form was building at the Tour de France and he's going to absolutely fly into this welter. But uh, the one thing that I noticed was Miles Scottson's in the team and, and DeMar isn't. So that was that was interesting that Miles Scottson sort of has, you know, hitched his wagon to DeMar, um, but he's found himself in this... Miss Welter, I'm guessing he's he's going to be a good asset for the the Triple T. But in terms of their GC op, op, like options, they don't really have anything, so it's not super important. So it's an interesting interesting squad, generally speaking, with a not a whole lot of direction. They had their grand final at the tour. Um, I think I, to be fair, I think Jack Stewart can sprint. Um, I'm not sure if he's at the level that the the top guys will be. So maybe that's why Miles is there. Rudy Mollard, I can see myself putting a dollar on him at some point in a mountain stage. Astana, we touched on Lopez before. He's back. He's made it onto the team sheet. Uh, and Nibali's last last race mm-hmm. or last last it's round best, tour. It's their it's their best possible team. If they if you look at Astana's roster, this is their best possible team. So they've realized they're in a lot of strife. <laughs> um, they're, they're going they're going all out. Letsenko, who looked good in the third week of the tour, so maybe he's in some sort of form. De La Cruz, Nibali, Lopez, they've gone all out. They had to because their Tour de France was dreadful. I know Lutsenko finished with a top ten, but pff, geez, he was he had no he had no buddies there. 
Can Lysenko please not try and ride GC here? For me. One of them will. One of them will hold on. And I think it'll be Nibbly. Nibbly likes to hold on for some reason. And then the rest stages, I don't know. I hope Lysenko and Nibbly need to lose time real quick and just go stage hunting. Let Lopez do his thing and try. Yeah. DSM. Thoughts on Aronsman, Max? I know you're a big fan. Last, potentially one of his last races with DSM before he heads to Ineos. Yeah, That's I mean, similar to, your, similar to your story about Harper, he'd probably be one to put in a good show for his Ineos uh, colleagues there. I, I mean, I'm a massive Aronsman man. He's been quite... Um, did my microphone just stop working or not? No. Yeah, a little bit. But... Um. Yeah, being quoted as a clear team, team, team leader, which is exciting. Um, I I think he gets top 15, maybe top 10. Thought you might have been That's a bit more bullish on him. Well, no, if you if you go through what I will soon with my top 10, 15, it's Aaronsman just is not at the level. Like Hagen, Hagen and O'Connor are ninth and 10th almost. Yeah, okay. Do you want Deacon Cole to make an impact? <laughs> Good one, Cambo. <laughs> Barrow and Victorious haven't uh, locked in their team sheets. We've got about 12 riders to pick from uh, on that list. Hagee, Lander, Poles. Lander, you'd think, would be lining up? Yeah, I mean, they've got all their GC guys in their team. One, two of them will miss out, you'd think. Gino Maida could even be their GC man. Hagee. Do you have an inside word on Hagee? No, I've got nothing. Do you know, has he recovered from any injuries or you literally know zero? He's literally got zero. Okay. Landed to do something? I mean, he has to do Yeah, they can get Lander, Caruso, Poles, Maida, Hague, two or three of those blokes. They'll they'll be able to make some sort of impact on the race, but till we know their final team sheet, we really can't know what they're going to do. Check Segafredo, the Mads Pedersen, uh, top of the top of the team sheet. I like this a lot for this parkour. Just lots of kind of sprints that aren't really sprints. I like Mads Pedersen here. He's he's the man for them. Without Mads Pedersen, this team is looking pretty thin. Generally, like the whole roster, isn't it? Right. Without without Mads, it's it's no good, but he can win in a number of different situations, whether it's a bunch sprint, whether it's a breakaway. Um, he's going to be good in the triple T. He's just, a, he's just a super rider. And without him, you know, we're looking at sort of a, an Elisande for a, for a result, which is concerning. Well, I mean, Lopez could get himself in a 10-day red jersey battle again like he did at the Giro. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Allison will go up the road, but Pedersen, all for Pedersen. I'm excited. I reckon he wins his points jersey. There's only three sprints, so he should be someone that goes for it. If education, easy post, again, are still they're still at HQ drawing up their squad for the Welter. They haven't been able to release it yet, so we haven't got we haven't got a, a firmed up team sheet. Lots of options, I mean, though. Yeah, they've, on all those names, are their, are their best GC chances? Guerrero, Carr, Rigoberto, Chavez, Carthy, Quesadilla, and Padun. Like, it's, it's a climbing team. Um, if they pick three of them, they'll be strong. So um, I hope it's Guerrero, Padun, and Chavez. I hope it's those three. Has Mark Padun done anything? It feels like... I was just about to say, it feels like this could be the one where he he goes. I don't think he's done anything since that wild couple of stages he had at Dauphiné last year. So this could be yeah. the the breakout sort of tour for him for for EF. He's probably due. When he went and won a couple of Dauphiné stages and was a two dollar thirty favourite to win the Tour de France poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bahrain said, "Go home and have a rest, mate. Thanks for your time." Alberson to Koenig, fresh name, taking a little sponsor off uh, off their competitors up the road at Quick Step. 
Javon Stannard to give a little bit of an Australian presence. And Max touched on this before. Merley, a late in, uh, just to ruffle some feathers in the sprints. Good team, good team. Um, you get worried when MVDP isn't in a isn't on a list, but I'm not worried about this one. Merley is about to go, um, but he'll try and win a couple of stages with them. Jay Vine finally some presence for them in the climbs. The man that I was talking about earlier was Zandro Maurice. Big, big fan. Um, he'll be given a license on one of those medium mountain stages. Rob Stano can win a bunch if he's in a if he's in a break as well. It's a it's a it's a good team. They'll win two or three. I think par is a stage definitely for them. I think you're definitely going to be um, jumping on Maurice at some point, Max. Would that be correct? Yes, Maurice in a medium mountain stage. Probably all of them until he finally wins one. <laughs> Who was your man the tour that you were doing that with? Uh, the uh, FDJ rider was his name. Um, Mad Madwas. Madwa, yeah, Valentine. Team Archaic Quintana's back after doing the Tour de France. Um, Dan McClay for the sprints. Thoughts on Nairo? Does he just ride for stages, or is he going to put his hand up for a GC? Surely going to struggle after the team time trial as well, losing a bit of time Ooh, off the start. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to lose a massive time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of French flags gives me a lot of concern when it comes to a good tee. <laughs> but yeah, I think he, I think he'll try and do his best on on GC. But he's going to be starting with a massive handicap off the off the back of stage one. So um, can't expect too much from Nairo, man. But he did show in the Tour de France that he, you know, on the odd day when the road gets up above two thousand meters, he, he is as good as anyone. Yeah, I've got him in me in me top fifteen. He is the kind of person who holds on, but if he does break, then he'll be exciting for the third week. He'll start doing some stuff for us. But that's that's really the only name I can be excited about on that on that list. Dan McClay, you mentioned, but he probably didn't even deserve that. <laughs> I'm not sure if any British listeners. If we do, I apologise to Dan's family. Pergos, Equipo, and Uskadel Uskadi. Just to wrap things you up, group, this is a bunch you can of group all these up, and I know one rider. So what is it? Eight, sixteen, twenty-four, and I know Danny Navarro. If any of you can beat me with another rider that you know, go for it. Can uh, No. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I've seen Luis Angel Mate for Uskatel Uskadi before. That name. Just trying to see whether that's completely false. I probably have because he's 38 years of age. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> I feel like every Spanish rider is 38 years of age. <laughs> Cam, Cam, so what did you put to... on what did you put on the the golfing pars for the Tour de France? I think it was for B and B hotels, something around just I think like it was just, yeah. show energy or be present. Yeah, uh, or... d- just get busy. Get busy. Yeah, like, that's what they're going to do. didn't even get a <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like you could bundle these together into the get busy category. Yeah, busy. Uh, for Maybe. some reason, it, it feels like there's more chance of one of these three teams jagging a victory at the Welter than any of the other wild cards at, at the Giro or the Tour. It seems like it's a little bit more open, this Welter. So good luck to them. Make the make the Magnus Court first week breaks, please. Like that's where B and B missed out. Just get in those breaks. You can even wear wear the polka dot on the first day. Well, not the first day. That's Team TT. But I was going to note, there's a bit of a strange feeling to this team sheet. There's no Magnus Court. This is his race, he's isn't act- it? Yeah, he's actually somewhere right now competing. Um, what well, uh, Poland? He's in Poland. Mm, severe error from. Uh... EF education easy post. Max, you want to run us through your top ten or your top twenty mm. or your top thirty or yeah. top thirty-eight, however many you've constructed? I I'm sure waiting for it. I've, so I've written down every name that is a chance in GC, but I'm not going to go for it all of them. And what I've landed at is something like a little bit quirky. So I've gone the Roglic Yates one two. And then I've grouped up Hinley, Gagenhart, Evan Pohl, and Almeida. So I think Gagenhart's the Ineos one. Hinley's the Bora. 
and then Evan Pohl and Almeida. So that's seven. Oh, no, that's six, sorry. That's six. And then Carapaz, Kelderman, O'Connor, and Haig to round, to round them out. Obviously, the subject of Gagenhardt and Hindley in the top four. That's big call. Mm. Um, and then you can easily switch them with my fifth and sixth, which is Evan Poe and Almeida. So if you switch them to third and fourth, Hindley fifth and sixth. But Roglic and Yates is where, I'm, where I've landed. landed. Campbell? I've, just, I've jumped on Yates and I've jumped on Roglic so much recently. I just, I just I don't want to trust them. I don't want to put their name down. I don't want to write it on the on the sheet. So is he going to insane pots of Evo? I mean, maybe because <laughs> pots of Evo, Chris Froome trifecta. <laughs> this parkour looks looks so tricky. There's so many uphill finishes. I just want someone that's a top climber that's reliable. Um, so I'm I'm going to tip. Um, I'm going to tip Carapaz. He missed out. He missed out at the the Giro on the last day. Hopefully, he's, he's had some good training back in back in South America. I'm going to go him. I'm going to go second with um, with Miguel Angel Lopez, and for third, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the eights for third. Know, he, he's going to sneak on the podium, but I can't go him in my top two. Rog okay, to so win UAE and, UAE and Yumbo to miss in Cambo's. Yep. Mm. Rog to win. This is the welter specialist. Even if he's not in the super condition that he uh, might have been in the last couple of years, he's got the team around him. He's going to win the win the welter. Uh, I agree with Cambo that Carapaz is extremely underrated in this in this space, and he's just going to be just doing his own thing, doing whatever he wants. He's got a strong ass team to get him through the time trial. And Ben O'Connor to come good, put himself on the podium for third. See, I I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump at that. But this is you got to be the best climbers. You got to be the best climbers. And Ben O'Connor is one of those more grindy climbers. Surely it's like, uh, who are the best climbers? So like Lander Lopez, Lander Lopez, Hindley. Are we talking? We're just talking a drag race. There's a Sierra Nevada stage, which is the altitude, uh, long, long 20k climb. Who's going to win that? Assuming all the GC guys are there at the bottom. Lander, Lopez, Hindley, Quintana. They're like the four genuine climbers, aren't they? I'm talking like Vinegard climber, like Vinegard v. Pog. Pog's the ruler. Vinegard beats him in the real steep stuff and the, and, the, and the stuff that goes up quite high. So that could happen to Rob and Yates. Someone could get them at a real high alt, alt, altitude. They just need to match him in the T2s. And if it's June 2021, then Mark Pudun's in that conversation as well. Correct. <laughs> just, just for the record, there's nine proper uphill mountain finishes. That's ridiculous. This is exciting. It's good. The the world don't care. I stopped at 10. Just this is a group of 30 that could be in this GC group. Sivakov, Ahrensman, Quintana, Menkes, Maida, Lopez, Nibali, McNulty, Carthy, Rigoberto, Rodriguez, Ayuso, Mass, Valverde, Higita, Kuss, Lander, Padorn, Pozzaviva, Alaphilippe, and Caruso. They've all, at some point in their career, been in like the last five up a climb. Like they've probably all finished top 10 in GC, some of these guys. It's a crazy, they've all just tried to avoid Pog and they've done it well. <laughs> Based off everyone's predictions too, that means the quick step's going to go wild because they're going to be off, off the general, which makes things yeah, exciting I'm- too. I've got Remco there, but it's more because I think he falls off late. So he, I think they'll be, they won't go as wild because I think he'll be there for two weeks. Uh, sprinters and Smokies. It's merely Ackerman, Bennett, and a couple of young guys like Caden Groves and Thyssen. Um, the points jersey, just there's three stages and all those guys don't look like they're going to make it through the climb. So like a Mads Pedersen really stands out for the points jersey. Um, or Remco, like if he comes out and wins three or four stages, um, can certainly take the points. 
Smokies, yeah, value. I, I like Ethan Hater for the for the points jersey. I think he'll he'll be able to snap up a lot of points in those tougher yeah, finishes. Um, Smokies. Are we talking for the general, Alex? Are Smokies nah, the general? just for stages for stage hunting. Oh, are we going to see? Really just you feel like this is going to be the race where there's going to be a lot of moves that get to the finish, that go to the line. No team, no team really to want want to keep it together to ride. Yeah, all day. I mean after, after the nightmare for the break in the tour where they never got away. It's like when people potting Tebow, like he had legs. He just every break that he went in got caught by the GC group. Um, so I think maybe yeah, if if it's not a massive battle between the Pogan uh, Vinegard of this Grand Tour, which I think is maybe Rog and Evan Pole. It's not a massive battle between those two. Yeah, we could we could see breaks go. Any value outside of what you mentioned uh, earlier, Maxi, with Maurice yeah, and who else? Names I'll be back in. Maurice, Rudy Mollard, uh, Jay Vine. Jay Vine will probably get a day where I where I look into him. He's got a bit of Schultzy about him. He'll he'll pick that one or two stage. Poor and Thyssen, Thyssen in the sprints. Mark Soler. I want to get some research done on the the, the team DSM names. Then there's a lot of potential value there. You think there's something in that? Just look, just just looking at those names. Don't know a lot of them, but they just look like they're going to be good, good talents. Donovan's your man. Thirty first. But as as Max always says, you got to you got to read the legs, not the name. Correct. So we'll see Correct. how things play out. And both, if, hardest, both if you can. The hardest ones to back are in the first week because you don't know the legs. Good luck this Friday, um, Max. As I always say, Alex, bet small in the first week, bet fucking heavy in the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Famous easy. words to live by. <laughs> that's easy to say for Max after he's cashed in on a Bob Youngle stage win in the second week and he's just lined with money. Max's punting account looks like the UAE bus after the first the first couple of breakaways. It's the same as the um, it's the same as the UAE bus as well. I back all eight different people in all eight different stages. Thanks, Cambo. Thanks, Alex. As always, thanks, thanks Max. Thanks, Max. Well done, guys.